Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 158. You don't find your potential, you become it. It's not out there. It's within you. And uh, I don't know the originator of this quote. I couldn't find it, but I liked it enough to, I think it warrants a good conversation. I'd also put it on my wall on Instagram. You don't find your potential. You become it. It's not out there. It's within you. And I had several points I want to bring up, but I wanted to use an analogy that I think will really help get you in the frame of mind. Have you ever seen potential in someone else and you knew they could be doing more, but maybe they weren't. What do I mean by that? And I know you're probably nodding as you're listening to this, like nodding as, of course. I mean, we've all probably been there, right? Um, You see this with uh, maybe parents with a child, right? That, you know, they, and, and not out of force, out of like, oh, you know, forcing them into a path, but just out of like, they wishing that they could do more because they can see how gifted the child could be or maybe it's a coach and a player and the coach sees how good the player is but maybe they're not fully embodying it because they're distracted by other things or you see this in relationships right uh you know i know like when you're in college and more often than not you know you date someone's potential i guess it probably happens in adult life too but like but i always think of like when you're in high school and college it's like you're dating somebody and they have potential. Um, and no matter how many things that they don't exhibit that potential, you believe so much in their potential, but really you can't stay around for someone's potential. They have to also like be it. They have to at least be trying, right? As we said in the other episode, you have to be at least seen trying. Okay, why am I bringing up that analogy? Because what you see in someone else's potential, and maybe they're not fully realizing it yet, is also, oh, okay, first, what you're seeing in them is an energy. You're seeing the things that they can't see. You're seeing the depth. You're seeing the possibilities. You're seeing the capabilities. You're seeing all of these things that somehow are a part of who they are, but they aren't necessarily being, or they're not necessarily disciplining and growing further in is that also you is that each of us right and so i wanted to flip the mirror and say that same way you can look objectively at someone else can you do the same thing for yourself because we all have extreme potential we have incredible potential for so much but it's already in there and you become it from discipline from better habits from uh, better choices from looking at our decisions and you know asking ourselves what gets me a better outcome to showing up all of these things now the other side of it too is that when i hear you don't find your potential i feel like because systematically right the world societally is sort of like well you find your potential out there 
you know, um, go look at what that person's doing. Go look at what this person's doing. Go look at that path. Go look at uh, that job. Go look at that way to make money. Go look at that, you know, uh, health path uh, and how they got there. Go, go look outside of yourself to find your potential. And I think that if we do that too much, again, it's okay to admire, but if you do it too much, are you doing the work to figure it out what works best for you? And when you do the work to figure out what's best for you, you naturally just become it because it was already there within you. So I have a few different points that I want to bring up, which is when I hear finding, I think finding is really seeking and seeking is external sometimes in this particular case. But what you're looking for is already there. So it's it's right there within you. So can you start deepening instead of seeking? Can you actually instead look further into the details that make you you? Instead of following someone's you know, special diet to get to one area of your health, can you actually say, okay, well, well, like what makes my body feel healthy inside and out and what works for it and what doesn't? What do I like to do for my work? How can I honor and respect that even more? How can I deepen that relationship with my work so that way I enjoy what I do so much that it shows up in the external? How can I deepen my relationship with myself and with my soul and with God so that way it shows up in how I am with other relationships outside of myself? You don't find it out there. It's within you. It's the relationship you have with yourself. And so when I say deepening, it's this like, imagine if you were dating yourself. Ask yourself all the questions you would ask somebody else. Look at yourself at the, the, with the potential. When you say, oh, I see your potential. Interesting. All right. Well, what else could you be doing with that potential? And I get it. It's so easy to see potential in others sometimes more so than in ourselves because, you know, I think in a lot of ways we're wanting to help others in some capacity or another. We want to help other people. And so we want to coach them. We want to help them. We want to uh, lead them. We want to guide them. We want to all these things. And I say that the best way to do that is to do it yourself, to, to, to lead yourself, lead by example. Can you deepen that relationship with yourself enough to see your own potential and then work on all those things? Can you be an observer of who you are and deepen that to the point where the same potential you see in somebody else, you can see in yourself and then you can start asking yourself all of these questions. Can you date yourself and ask yourself all these questions, right? The second point I want to bring up is I feel like becoming is more of a returning, to who you already were before society gave you alternatives. What do I mean by that? I feel like when you say you don't find your potential, you become it. I say you almost you return to it because I feel like when we were born, we were the most highly connected to our gifts, our soul, our path of what we're here to do. What happens? Society, whether voluntarily or involuntary in a lot of ways, basically comes in and says, let me show you some different routes for you to take. And I get it. 
maybe they're meeting guidance and we've talked about this before in other podcasts maybe they're meeting guidance like hey here's some different places that you can go well, what do you want to do with your life can i tell you once i get there no 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 you have to have a path you have to have a path and i agree but the path is already within but you coming in and trying to tell me i need to have a path and it's something different so if you're not asking me the right questions i think all of us have to ask the youth the right questions Think about it if when you were a child, if you were asked like, hey, listen, what resonates with you? What calls to you? What do you enjoy doing? Why do you enjoy doing it? Where does that come from? You know, um, now, obviously, we still need to give them guidance because like, you know, they're still figuring themselves out. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is like, can we keep them connected to their soul? So like if you're noticing a child loves art, instead of influencing that child to say, well, here's your paths, lawyer, doctor, entrepreneur, or not even entrepreneur, but like, um, you know, whatever, like, yes, yeah, entrepreneur, CPA, uh, you know, guidance counselor, psychologist, I don't know, whatever. Can you say interesting? Um, it's interesting watching your potential in art. Can I, you know, somehow bring more support them with more of that art, you know, so they can continue to, to, you know, expand on that talent, right? But my point being is that I feel like we're very intuitive beings before we get very confused by society. Uh, and then that influences us to separate from our potential. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't still find success in other things. But I feel like the greatest success is the individual route you're here to do. And that takes a lot of, again, a lot of discipline, a lot of right questions, a lot of uh, good habits, a lot of, um, you know, trial and error within yourself. And so becoming is more of a returning to who you already were before society gave you alternatives and started messing with you with a whole bunch of information <laughs> that they're not even sure about themselves, right? The third point I want to bring up is I read in this book, The Complete Works by Florence Govashin. No man is a success in business unless he loves his work. No man is a success in business unless he loves his work. Now, obviously, this is meaning for like any person. So I changed it into no person fulfills their potential unless they love the work of discovering themselves. Not getting validation from others and projecting onto the world and, you know, trying to establish an identity I'm saying more like from an external you know, point of view, but no person fulfills their potential unless they love the work of discovering themselves because that work is a lot of work. It's, you know, how do I keep a healthy mind, a healthy body, a healthy mental attitude, a healthy connection with myself, a healthy understanding of my gifts, a healthy... Uh, you know, understanding of my abilities and my capabilities. How do I have a better, uh, again, back to what I said earlier on this, on this episode, how do I have a better relationship with my work that I'm really good at and I can do it even more? You got to You, you know, they always say like, you got to love the work. You do have to love the work. I'm not saying that it'll be fun all the time, but you can't it's it's work that you know you can't quit that's how you really know 
because anything in your life requires work. Everything, everything does. So we're going to put all that, exert all that effort, you know, and good work. Like it doesn't necessarily even have to be that you have, uh, that you're met with so much resistance and it's, it's just a grind them out the whole time. That's not, I'm not even saying it like that. I mean, yes, there's moments where you have to really push through because there's your own resistance, but it's only because you're on the right path. And it just requires you to break free sometimes of <laughs> previous programming of uh, it requires you to break free of number two when uh, society gave you alternatives and kind of like mess with your mind a little bit. But you should love the work of the things that bring you the most joy, even though you're probably learning new areas of mastery with it. That's how you become it. You don't find it in the external world. And the fourth point I want to bring up is that finding your potential is avoiding becoming. Think about that. Finding your potential is avoiding becoming because finding is a form of fitting in and becoming is a form of standing out. What do I mean? If I am trying to find my potential out there based on what everybody else is doing, I'm trying to conform and fit in with society and say, if I do these things, that makes me on the right track. Or if I deepen the relationship with myself to understand even further what I'm here to do, now I stand out. And actually now I'm performing at a much more elite, higher level in a lot of ways. And by the way, this could be, you could be, there could be things that you see in the external world. And I've mentioned this before. You could see certain jobs. You could say like, no, actually, I know I'm meant to be a lawyer. I know I'm meant to be a lawyer. Don't find it out there. If you're meant to be a lawyer, like use who you are internally for that to come out through you as the best lawyer and doing it your way and delivering it in your way. Now you're standing out. And this is kind of the whole point. It's funny. I have an upcoming workshop, um, The Niches You. It's a creator studio that I'm, I'm in the middle of wrapping up. Because in, in there's a section in there where I'm talking about the niche of you and how if you are, it gets to correlate it to this, is if you are just basing your role on this specific, a specific niche of like, this is the job that I do and that therefore I'm only going to talk about these things. And I'm like, well, now you're just basically fitting with everybody else and you're not really standing out. But who you are and what you bring through to the, the things that you like to do both for work and other components of your life, now you're relating to the world, but you're standing out to it because you're differentiating how you operate how you think through the, the work part of your life, how you actually create certain a other you know, aspects of your life, you stand out completely. You're not fitting in. You're allowing your own potential to work through. You're allowing God to work through you. And that's way different than just being like, oh, well, I'm a lawyer or I'm in real estate. Like, that's great. But if you're all these other things, and you show the world, like I said in the last episode, share your rough drafts, all these different aspects of you, then they get to begin to understand like, oh, I see why that person does real estate and how, um, how they approach this with um, you know, family or this with uh, their health and wellness also bleeds over into their real estate. Oh, I love how like detailed they are here. Are they also detailed over here? Probably. You, you stand out 
versus simply just trying to fit in like everybody else. So when I hear finding, you know, you don't find your potential out there. If you do that, it's almost like you're avoiding returning to who you already were. And when you allow yourself to expand who you already are, that's a standing out. Now you're not fitting in, but you're, you're, you're uniquely different, even if you are doing some of the same things as other people. And now you're also not worried about the fact or comparing to other people like, oh, well, they do that. Yeah, and so do you, but you do it differently. And instead of looking like all of the way they do, you look very different in the way that you are delivering it. And that's how you stand out. That's how you become more of who you already are, who you've always been, who you've always been and who you are going to continue to expand into. You don't find your potential. You become it through all the work of bringing forth everything that's already within you. Right. As, As it says in the quote, it's not out there. It's within you. So I urge you to look at that. So finding is seeking and seeking is external. What you're looking for is already there. So start deepening the relationship with yourself. Becoming is more of a returning to who you already were before society gave you alternatives. No person fulfills their potential unless they love the work of discovering themselves. Love the work of learning who you are. Date yourself. Be kind to yourself. Work on yourself. Build on yourself. Try all the things that are like trying to come through. And of course, for finding your potential is avoiding becoming because finding is a form of fitting in and becoming is a form of standing out. The more you become in from internal, you are now one of one. I appreciate you guys for always tuning in every single day. Thank you. As always, please leave a five star written review on Apple. As I always say, when you leave a written review, then they will show the five stars. If you only leave five stars, they don't show they don't show the count. So I appreciate you guys, though, for all the love and support as we continue to grow. Lots of movement, lots of new listeners. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.